Hey there, and welcome to my second podcast type thing. Um, I've absolutely got no idea how long this one's going to go on for, so I'm just going to talk um, and see what happens, really. So today I want to talk about glamour photography, something that I'm um, fond of. It's a, it's a very important subject for me because it's kind of one of the first genres that I ever really explored. And it's one of the genres that is probably the most misunderstood out of all of the other forms of photography. Um, so, I mean, over the last few decades, Glamour's taken a bit of a bashing in the media. Uh, ironically, it's the media who are responsible for the bastardization of the art form which has generally led to the public having a fairly low opinion of us. Because if, if you ask the average person what glamour photography is, the vast majority of them will say Page 3 or Mayfair or Lads Mags. These are the sort of the low end, the cheesier ends of the glamour photography spectrum. Um, in fact, you could argue that some of it isn't even glamour photography. The definition of glamour photography is photography which shows a subject in a seductive or alluring way. So whether or not page three, for example, is glamour really depends on whether you find a woman with her breasts out alluring or not. True glamour doesn't really require nudity in the same way that a woman or a man doesn't need to be naked in order to be sexy or seductive. In fact, personally, I think the mystery of a well-fitting dress is probably more seductive than just a woman bearing it all because it leaves something to the imagination. The human being is very fond of pigeonholing, categorizing, labeling. It's a convenient way for us to imagine that only one time can a person be seductive or sensual and that's when they're in some state of undress rather than the thought of someone being seductive or alluring just when they're walking down the street. So nudity has become this almost prerequisite for sexuality and as such it's been deemed indecent. A true feminist for example will say that nudity in the media isn't a problem. It's the way in which it's portrayed that's the problem. Some nudity can be quite empowering and even beautiful such as like a woman breastfeeding. It's in no way a sexual act whatsoever. It's a perfectly natural, necessary part of life. The struggle that we come up against is that the Puritan way in which people view this, because the media and religion to a certain extent have taught us that nudity is in some way indecent. So circling back to my original point, glamour photography doesn't require nudity and not all photographs with nudity in them are glamorous. Glamour is a very grey area, but it's a beautiful art form because it captures the subject in one of our most natural states. Being seductive or alluring is something that everybody drives for at some point in their lives. We're genetically driven to it. A lot of my friends work for the publications like Page 3, men's magazines, porn mags, so on and so forth. So I'm always a bit careful about how I differentiate between what I would call traditional glamour and the more tabloidy glamour. I use the term cheesy sometimes because 
there's very little artistic expression that actually goes into it. It's generally just someone wearing not much or nothing at all, showing as much as they can to the camera for the purposes of titillation. I would generally refer to this as adult photography rather than glamour photography. Another parallel that we can draw with nudity is that the Renaissance period, for example, contained vast amounts of nudity, which was definitely not sexual. If you go to the Doge's Palace in Venice, the walls and ceilings are absolutely covered in paintings of men, women, children, all naked. But this is deeply religious imagery, and you wouldn't, most likely wouldn't find it on the bedside table of a teenage boy, for example. In stark contrast, traditional glamour photography attempts to show a person being alluring or seductive without being obvious, without saying, hey, here is my body. Instead, we rely on subtlety. The way that a model looks at the camera and engages the person viewing the picture. The art of a true glamour photograph is making the person viewing the photograph feel like they are connected with the subject, as if the subject is trying to seduce them. In this way, glamour stands out from the other genres of photography. Some of the best models in the world are amazing to see in fashion, fine art, portraiture, other styles like that, but then they fall flat on their faces when it comes to modelling for traditional glamour because they're just not able to connect with the camera in that way. In the same way that some of the best photographers in the world absolutely suck at glamour because they just can't get the model to connect in that way. Being in tune with the audience does help. For example, the, the guys who shoot for page three or the adult publications, they're in tune with their audience. They know exactly what the audience wants and they shoot for their audience. And that's why those publications are successful. And the same thing can be said about all the other styles of photography. If you're in tune with your audience, then you will be successful. Now, when it comes to traditional glamour photography, we have to look at who the audience actually is. Is it somebody who's sitting in a bedroom somewhere looking to be titillated? Or is it someone who's looking for something a little bit more artistic? I would go as far as to say that the majority of traditional glamour photographs could probably be framed and put on a wall in someone's living room because there's no indecent imagery, there's no nudity. And I use the term indecent imagery simply to describe things which would shock your nan if she came round. Personally, I don't think there's anything indecent about nudity whatsoever. However, I may be in a minority still at this day. At this point, you'll find a number of people will argue that it's relative. One person might find something seductive and another person might not. But that's the same with absolutely every art form. You might walk around the Tate Modern Gallery scratching your head because nothing makes sense to you and you don't understand it. And yet, it's in the Tate Modern Art Gallery, so someone has obviously defined that as art and they've obviously enjoyed it. So there is obviously a lot of, again, grey area in the glamour photography genre. However, I think it's very important that the public be better educated in the way that glamour is seen because the whole 
mentality of the public at the moment to view glamour photography as a lesser art form is unfair. And this is why I was discussing at the very start of this conversation about how the media are responsible for the bastardization of the art form because they're the ones who go out and shoot page three or the Paul Raymond style publications and still refer to it as glamour rather than titillation art or adult photography. So it's understandable that the public have this perception that all glamour is in some way seedy or cheesy um, rather than the genuine beautiful art form that it really is. And so one of the things that we can do in the industry or as the general public is to be better aware of what we're actually describing when we call something glamour, when we call something portraiture, when we call something adult photography, when we call something fashion. It doesn't necessarily define what is in the picture accurately. For example, there has been a lot of photography recently, particularly in the amateur end of the game, that people have called fashion simply because they've applied a certain Instagram filter to it when actually it's just a half-naked woman leaning against a tree or a woman in a bedroom wearing not very much. So it's, it's difficult to clarify what is in the picture from simply the description alone if the person who's describing it doesn't actually know what each thing means a lot of uh, newcomer models a lot of amateur models think that fashion is a nudity level rather than a genre so if you ask somebody what their comfort level is they'll say i don't go any further than fashion now i've seen fashion photographs where the subject is completely nude or they've got carefully strewn bits of cloth or paint over their genitalia. So saying that you're willing to shoot up to fashion doesn't really clarify what your comfort levels actually are. So it's not just the general public that have this misconception. A great deal of people in the industry themselves actually don't truly understand what glamour is. Um, this is something that I don't necessarily campaign about but I like to talk about and I like to make sure that people understand at least what it is I mean when I say glamour rather than what the general public might think 